Happy day to you all. As we head forward on this episode, we try to look forward. As I've heard people say, if you're not looking forward, you're looking back. Last episode, I mentioned the email address, digstool at gmail.com, and I'm glad to say that I have received mail. It's a nice opening up an email that proves uh, to positively acclaim the uh, the podcast. So keep up the good work, um, was, was something said. Also, love the senseless self-chat. How wonderful. A few conversations I had uh, suggested changes for uh, the way things are going, and, and and I hope you've noticed the first change with a bit of different uh, musical interlude uh, in introduction. Um, but uh, I'd like to have a big uh, thank you to T for the uh, for the email that came through. Uh, so keep your comments coming. Uh, you'll probably get a mention if you can uh, get an email my way. I still have lots of topics that have been suggested, and uh, over the coming weeks, we'll attempt to do them some justice. In episode two. I made the comment that as a society, we look to the past to remember. We can choose the memories that we remember, obviously. And a follow-up discussion with friends brought this to light. Being a life was better when I grew up society, uh, we block out the bad habits. Yeah, the, the, sorry, the bad bits. Uh, or we twist them to find a positive. If we do bring up these points as being negative, hindsight allows us to poke fun our way. This leads me into the idea of pride. Now, pride can be thought of as a positive, uh, self-warming emotion. Uh, It can also be seen as a negative, self-absorbed display. Uh, My question is, how do we let ourselves become vulnerable uh, to a level that we drop our guard and let go of our pride? And is this pride the same thing as I introduced before? Hmm... I'm a big fan of uh, self-deprecating humour. I like to be the one who brings me down rather than having external comments thrown at me to bring me down. Uh, uh, I I have to clarify, saying that I don't like to knock myself down, but there can definitely be a level of inadequacy that can uh, creep into my view of myself. I mention this because I wonder whether the habit of mine is a common habit. I don't think I'm alone on this line of thinking, and for the record... I'm well aware of my areas of strength. I just don't really like recognition for the things that I expect to be part of my job or that that I know that I'm good at. And and by job, I mean as a member of a sporting or musical team, paid employment, family responsibility, an active member of society. Uh, So getting back to pride, I have trouble accepting people saying that they can't accept that, say, kids prove their thoughts wrong or a competitor in a field may be shown to be superior. I wonder if this is a deeper issue than pride. Perhaps it's self-worth or self-perception. Why do we struggle to accept that we aren't the best? I'm pretty sure that most of us know it. Just don't like to verbalise it. I've always rated myself highly for my speed... I've taken the footy field, always thinking that I can, uh, can't be beaten for pace. And most of the time, this is true. My problem isn't, problem isn't uh, times that I've been a yard or two behind an opponent, opponent, but in the fact that I'm older than I once was. Uh, with age, there seems to be a slow decline on pace. Um, hard to accept. 
Well, I've found that. Also hard to cope with injuries that have hit me for no real reason, except that my body isn't up to it. That can be hard to swallow, but there comes a level of acceptance that I'm, I'm, I'm not at my physical peak, and part of my life is dealing with some of these issues. Annoying, frustrating, uh, but not a slashing of my pride. It's time for... Talking with people. This week I'm joined by a couple of guys. Uh, we're away for a uh, celebration of national pride, uh, enjoying the nation's capital. Nothing to do with the chat, but uh, I welcome Michael and Theo to the microphone. As I said earlier, we're, we're on a tour of the nation's capital and uh, it's it's really exciting to be here with you guys. Late at night, we've got a bit of the sound of the fridge in the background. Got a live audience here, which I haven't done before. So uh, we might hear from them uh, as the night goes on. But anyway, can, can I get, uh, let's go to Michael first. Can you introduce yourself? Just tell us about yourself. Hey, Tristan, uh, I'm Michael. Um, oh, I don't know, I'm an average kind of guy. Yeah. Drinking a hot chocolate. Uh, enjoy uh, long walks on the beach. Good. Uh, you know, if, Food, uh, got two racehorses, Robert and Hector. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, we might talk about uh, Robert and Hector soon. Um, Theo, you, tell, yeah. tell us about you. Hey, Tristan, thanks for having me. Yep, great pleasure. I enjoyed the last week's podcast. Uh, yeah, you know, we've, we've known each other for just a little while now, but... Jeez, uh, about me, I... You got nothing? Got nothing, really. Nothing. Yeah, right. Nothing interesting for the listener, anyway. Yeah, okay. Well, I, oh, can I add one thing yeah. to that, Tristan? Yeah. Um, oh, sure, before I heard a young lady say she saw you on Tinder, Theo. How's your Tinder going, Theo? It's not going too bad, actually. Yeah. Mm. Who was that? Oh, I'm just know. a strapping young lass I saw on the street. Yeah. On the street? Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for taking over my uh, podcast. Um, oh, you're welcome. So, is, so you're into the racehorses, Michael. You've, you've yeah, got yeah. you've got two. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, and uh, beautifully named. Yes, one's uh, Robert and one's Hector. Yeah, yeah. Have they got race names yet, or? Uh, Robert does. Yep. He's a Black Star Bowie. Black Star Bowie, going with the uh, David Bowie theme. Yes, yes. Um, and I'll get back to that because uh, his brother is actually well, Robert, and his brother's name is Raymond. Raymond. So Robert, Robert Raymond, Raymond from beautiful. Everybody Loves Raymond, as you all know. And his brother's racing name is We Could Be Heroes, another oh. classic song. Mm. So do you think Black Star, Black Star Bowie? Black Star Bowie. That's correct, yes, yes. Black Star Bowie or We Could Be Heroes. I, I don't know. What about you, Theo? If you were, if you were picking a racehorse, which one would you be uh, putting the money on? Mm. The fastest one? Right. <laughs> no, no, by name. <laughs> by name. Um. Black Star Bowie or We Could Be Heroes? I'm a fan of the show, We Could Be Heroes. Yeah. It was a classic. Yeah. I'd have to go with that. I yeah, guess. no, good, good. So, Paul Robert, there. Paul Robert's been left out because of his race name. Anyway, oh, and, it's okay. It's and you've got Hector, Hector's up, up the coast, is Hector's it? up the coast, correct, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's... He's actually a bit more exciting, I think. Yeah, you think he's... he's... Yes, he's uh, he's bred by a, a horse called Sepoy. Uh, Sepoy was voted the world's best three-year-old horse in the whole world. He won the Golden Slipper, mm-hmm. as you know, it's Australia's uh, richest... Uh, Two-year-old race. Yeah, good. Filling Anyone in, f- filling in a bit of information for those who aren't in the 
horse racing yes, correct. Yes. circles. Yes, yes. Um, he won numerous group ones, and yeah, he's a bit more exciting. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, I, I, got, I got a, something to talk about. Um, uh, apart from horses, because horses really aren't my aren't my game, but um, I, we, there was a, a, a shock uh, result in a football game uh, this week. Uh, Thea, your Tottingham hot spurs um, happened to get up over they over, did over the mighty the mighty uh, man you um, yeah yeah great game great so how did you end up being a Tottingham I, I like to say Tottingham for strange reasons so that's for it's another episode yeah. Tottingham how did you become a Tottingham uh, supporter What's... Uh, started following the Spurs Tottingham. So you call it Tottingham too? Four years ago. I, I changed it up. Do yeah. Good. Mix it up. Yep. Mm. Like four or five years ago. Mm. Um, really got into the APL. Started playing soccer myself. Mm. And then I wanted to go for an underdog. They were always struggling a bit. Coming fifth, fourth, mm. so on. Mm. Didn't want to go for Chelsea. Didn't mm. really nah, want to go for no City. Chelsea. Nah. So... I like the way that they play now that I've watched them a few times and I like their um, their whole spirit of the team. Yeah. And uh, a lot of good players in there. That game was actually really good. Mm-hmm. With their new player, um, what's his name? Miss, yeah. uh, no, no. Good that you, um, you know you Lucas from PSG mm-hmm. coming over and scoring a couple of goals. Yeah, right. And, and Michael, you're an Everton fan. Uh, that is correct, yes, Tristan, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, Probably not a lot to say there, really. Is uh, there? No, you know, I was followed them since uh, Tim Cahill played for them. Mm. Um, that was about, oh, I don't know, 12, 14 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I can confidently say they've never won a trophy. Um, but you know what? I'm sick of people going for just bandwagon supporters who just go for the typical Man City, Man U, Liverpool. I'd rather go for a team that's like a bit of a roller coaster, mm. ups and downs. Mm feel like you get more excited when they're actually winning a game yep and it's yeah i i i understand that i yeah. I, I think I, I think i shared with you uh in the in the in a bus the other day oh that's correct the bus? yes uh, uh, the, fulham. Fulham. fulham fulham i i i am a man you supporter and you can't go away from your team but fulham i liked the idea of for a while because i thought is it it's nice to chase the relegation struggle to be part of that um, yeah, winning does get boring, doesn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. it's good to, to battle it out. But then, you know, obviously they got relegated you know, a few years ago. And I thought, oh, what do you do if they're not in the EPL? I'm, I'm not that diehard a supporter that I'm going to follow them down in the championship. Um, I've actually thought for a while that bringing that into the NRL would mm. be a pretty cool dynamic yeah. if you actually had, like, a second-tier league coming in. Yeah. Like the New South Wales Cup, say? Mm. The problem with that is, but there's no depth of players there, is there? Like it's quite a weak. Well, maybe there, maybe there is. I mean, you look at yeah. the A League. There's talk. There's there's often been talk about it in the A League, and then you, and then you see the FFA Cup, and we've got teams getting beaten the A League teams. Yeah, I believe uh, Bentley Greens knocked off Wellington Phoenix one nil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, Wellington sort of isn't really a. Yeah, not really Australian, but they're still in a butt, aren't yeah, they? They are, they are, they are. Um, yeah, so I, I mentioned just before, uh, bus on the bus. Yes, yes. What do you reckon about the bus? Is it? It's a. Don't you? Is it? 
is it just is it just me or is it a bit of a strange concept they're sitting on a bus you got your knees poking into the back you know the seat in front of you uh one of my audience members there just suggesting no i'm short doesn't <laughs> happen but uh you, you're all sitting in rows like is, is isn't that a strange thing? Like, we're sitting there. I, I, I was turning around trying to talk to you on this bus. Not, not all that comfortable. What are your thoughts on this, Theo? You mentioned the audience there. Yeah, yeah. I did. I just wanted to get their thoughts on it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, I believe they came on a bus, didn't they? So they, they arrived we can ask on a bus. Them what their trip was like on the bus here. Mm. Yeah. So audience... Uh, Isabella, I believe there's you. You you've you're hinting you got something to say. What, what do you think about no, this idea of the bus? Um, yeah, I, I hadn't really thought about it until you uh, brought it up. Yeah. The, the row situation. Yeah. It's a bit annoying, you know. You have to turn around with people. I don't have any uh, issues with my knees because I'm short. Like uh, I have room, mm. but I feel like if you put it. Or what about like, of conformity as well? Oh yeah, yeah. It's what? always these rows. Attach, attach your seat wherever you can. Yeah. Movable during the journey. No <laughs> seats. No are, seats. <laughs> being politically correct all the time, the bus driver, you know, is you know liable for things. Insurance won't cover you. All these sorts of dramas. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, it's great to have a bit of audience participation there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very good. But are we very talking good. coaches or are we talking buses? I mean, in the yeah. in, in the regular buses, you do have a different seating configuration. There is. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, what is the difference between a bus and a coach, really? Well, I can probably pinpoint that there. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, I believe uh, one thing is always, uh, I've been always been, you know, how, why by law you must wear a seatbelt, mm. but you get on a bus, and that law is just. Disappears like yeah. a you know mm. people turn a blind eye to it. Mm. Why is that? You think? You know, I thought it was always. I thought it was just the bell. The bell. I, I thought that was the difference. Just one is a bell. The bell. What? <laughs> you get. You, where Where are you living? Where you've got a bell on the bus? You know how you ding the bus driver to stop at the next. Oh, stop? you mean the stop bell? Right. I, but you can I, still reach the bell wearing a seatbelt. Okay. Yeah, but there's no bell on a coach. That's yes. what I'm saying. That's oh, the difference. Okay, that's okay, what I'm saying. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so that's the distinction. I think, that, I think there's bell, the one. So is this, if you have a bell, it's a bus, or if you have a bell, you don't need seatbelts? Bell bus. Bell bus. Bell equal bus. Right. Mm. Right. Interesting. Yes. Mm. Mm. It's just, I think that's, that's it. Yeah, and before we, we we can't go for too long, but before we go uh, wrap up, um, Theo, I know you've got a bit of a thing for carrots. You want to tell us your story about carrots? You know the orange things, the vegetables. Yeah. yeah. Oh, carrots. Carrots. Thought you said Barrett. Barrett. You yeah, know carrots. Tony Barrett. Tony Barrett, my neighbour. Tony Barrett. Is that, is that your neighbour? I'll tell you a story about Tony okay, Barrett. Okay, tell us about Tony Barrett. <coughs> so, <coughs> does he wish to be named? Should we give him an alternate name? Actually, I probably should change his name. We'll, yeah. still him, we'll call him... Um, Johnny Carrot. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. Because Carrot was the... Yeah, go on. Um, 
So, Tony Carrot moves. Well, actually, no, we were moving into our house. And Tony Carrot, um, he comes he comes over. He comes over to our place. He's very welcoming, comes in, says, welcome to the neighbourhood. You know, it's good to have you coming That's nice. in. Yeah, because he's lived on a property away from people. He's, we've come in, the property's been... Uh, vacant for a long time. We come in, we um, get to meet this guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Seems like a nice sort of bloke. Comes over, says welcome. Um, he's like, there. You like? Yeah, you like parties? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like parties. Yeah, I like parties. <laughs> Uh, the party. Yeah. And he um, he says, oh, well, I have a little thing over at my place. What time do you want me over there? He's like, uh, anytime you like, just the two of us. Tony Carrot. This is one of your stories. <laughs> we had this conversation the other day, didn't we? Where you have a story where you... It just ends. Is, this, is that it? That was, that was my relationship with... Mr. Carrot. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. That, that was it. That was it. That was it. Good. Yeah. Because I think I told you the uh, the Toblerone story. In that had a better ending, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it still didn't have an ending. The story I told on my twenty first birthday. That we, uh, as a family, ate a big Toblerone. And that, that was it, really. And no one else finished it, and I, and I just... I was told you got the right to keep eating it, because uh, I was... But you got the biggest total. I got the biggest, because the smallest one wasn't going to feed a full family of four. Yeah. And, um, and it was melting, it was all over my hands. And it was never really much of a story. It was just... It was just... We had a table run. But, uh... Yeah, I, I, I don't mind stories like that, though. You know, I don't mind having no ending. It's um, more of a statement, really. Yeah, I, I, it allows you then to take from it what you want. Yeah. yeah use your imagination. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Create your own adventure sort of sort of story. Now, I, I also, uh, just to finish off on uh, you, Michael, um, you, you've got a dog. Oh, yes, I do, yes. Well, the first time I, I heard about your dog was... Game, you know, I was watching Game of Thrones or something, and you went, "Oh, I've got, I've got like a." I was talking about the Die Wolf, and I went, oh, "I love the Die Wolf." I'd love, mm-hmm. and yes. you said, "Oh, I've got, yeah, basically, I've got one of them." <laughs> yeah, well, we've got a husky. Yeah. He's just basically a wolf, you know. Is that all yeah. the same? Can we call him a Die Wolf? Um, yeah, well, he's vicious like one. I see yeah. that. Um, actually, uh, funny story, Tristan. Uh, <laughs> well, I hope I laugh. Yeah, well, not really funny to be honest. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, not ha ha funny just no I had a uh, I had a colleague that uh, tagged me on Facebook mm. on his post uh, and he had to be taken from the pound that day and I went and got him and um, the moment I met him he was loving me licking me all over me I took him home and he attacked my mum <laughs> um, yeah I thought it was funny didn't I yeah and, um, and again I was like what's going on here I was patting him playing with him I only met him that day and then I had mates over, and he attacked one of my mates as well. Mm. And um, yeah, it turned out he was—he would attack anyone except for me from the very, very beginning. 
because you were the, yeah. the first point of contact. Oh, I guess I guess I was the uh, I was the uh, what would what would you call the, uh, the savior, the, the leader, direwolf. I guess you would call Ooh, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. he's pretty good now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess you can call me direwolf man. All right. Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, we'll 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 leave it there. Theo. Oh, did you want to say something? Did Did they survive the a direwolf attack? Oh, uh, they did. They did. Don't worry. Um, everyone's fine. Um, a few limbs missing here and there, but um, no, everyone's all good. Usually, and he's still at home on the, you know, on on watch. Usually, a wolf would attack with a a merciful, quick death. Well, the funny thing is, this one actually says um, <laughs> he can actually say, experience. "I love you." Yeah. If I say, "I love you, die wolf," he'll say. Rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> I'd like to thank my good friend uh, Tapper for her inadvertent suggestion of uh, topic catchphrases. Uh, a message came through from her reading Cool Beans, and I was reminded that we all have our own catchphrase. The Simpsons, uh, season five, episode 12, Bart Gets Famous, uh, points this out. Yes, that was a bit of research, not just a podcast thought out on the spot. Who would have thought? Anyway, I think most of us have certain uh, phrases for certain situations. Some have been liked and then taken from movies, while others have often been from personal situations. Pete, who we spoke to in episode two, obviously had uh, badness that came out of a footy-provoked rage, uh, and Tapper has thrown cool beans out. Now, this brings to mind the book and uh, movie Wonder, uh, I'm sure you have people in your life who use a select few too. I like to use terms that are a bit outdated, such as sweet as or cuz, bro or bra. Um, there are others that come to mind. Uh, my brother, when giving public speeches, uses the sound... Not sure if you got that. He always starts by saying... And, um, and I often say, OK, as my, you know, get attention little phrase or word, um, it's my go-to uh, before I get on topic. It's strange that we default to these phrases. Anyway, it's time to press stop on the recorder. So think about those phrases. Let me know what yours are. Let me know what your friends are. Let me know of ones that you like. Um, but uh, I'll leave you to find something else to listen to. Uh, so hit me up with your emails, replies and comments. Uh, hit subscribe and uh, keep listening. <laughs>